Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. We believe that this podcast will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to messages straight from heaven and hear radical stories from everyday people whose lives have been made different by Jesus. So get ready to open your heart and encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to Life's Been Different. My name's Merlot, and I'm so glad you're with us today. I pray that what you hear today will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to my personal testimony, a radical story of how Jesus made my life different, how I went from darkness and into his marvelous light, from Egypt and into the promised land, which is a type of salvation and caused me to write my first single, Promised Land, available now on all streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube. Simply search Promised Land by me, Merlot. That's M-E-R-L-O. And if you would be so kind, I ask, please follow me at Merlot and follow and subscribe to Life's Been Different on Instagram, YouTube, and wherever you're listening to this podcast. So, my name is Merlot. And this is why my life's been different. Stop what you're doing and watch what I'll do. That was the one word from God that changed my life forever. That's exactly what I did. And this is exactly what I've been doing. Watching. Stop what you're doing. This was so hard for me. I devoted my life to becoming a celebrity. It was all I thought of. The culture of music consumed me. I told all my friends as far back as elementary school that I was going to be famous one day. It was all I talked about. So much so that shortly after high school, everyone that I loved and everyone that I considered my friend didn't want to be my friend anymore. I ruined all my relationships Every girlfriend that I ever had broke up with me because of this one simple fact. I was utterly consumed with myself. Pride filled my life and it caused this anger to be built up inside of me. Stop what I'm doing. That's impossible. I'm the one who's at every show. I'm at every club. I never stop. I'm always on my grind. I go hard from morning until night. This is what helped me make a name for myself, an image that I created based off of what I was listening to and those I was around. The issue at heart was identity. I didn't know who I was, and that's why I was attaching myself to what I thought I wanted. Social media, the music I was listening to, those I was admiring, That's who I was trying to become. I was molding myself into someone based off of someone that wasn't even a real person. It was all a figment of my imagination. And like my good friend told me, bro, 
you were spiraling downhill. I would have broken up with me. I would have not wanted to be my friend. All of these things, amongst other things, caused me to this place that I landed in September of 2016. In January of 2016, I decided to start going back to church with my mom. My senior pastor had started a series based off of Genesis chapter 1, the first promise that God gave man, the blessing. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and have dominion. That year, as he was teaching through this series, I was starting to become hooked more and more. I was truly lost. I didn't know what I wanted, and I didn't know who I was. The group I was in was getting some success. We had become attached to a very well-known artist, a legendary hip-hop artist, one whose name, if I mentioned, you would all know who it was. In August of 2016, I got wrapped up doing something I shouldn't have been doing. And I was at a show in Texas, and I went to jail. During that time, I didn't get a vision from God. I didn't hear God speak to me. I didn't have an angel come visit me in jail. But one night while I was in there, I closed my eyes, and I saw my mom crying on her knees for me, praying for her son thousands of miles away in California. I knew that if I was supposed to be making music, it wasn't supposed to be like this. Shortly after that is when my church held their annual conference, Rock Conference 2016. I decided to go because I needed something to change in my life. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired enough to do something about it. So I went. I was on the edge of my seat. Mark chapter 4 gives the parable of the sower. And though this parable is very famous, there's one part of the parable that ties it all together. It's the parable of the hundredfold life. The seed that's sown on the different grounds or the different hearts. But one would ask, how do you get the 30, 60, and 100 fold life? Those aren't three different grounds, nor does one seed turn into a hundred seeds. What that parable is talking about is the word of God coming into your heart and reaching its full potential. And then Mark 4 verse 24 says, And Jesus said to them, Take heed to what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. This is what started happening to me. I started hearing God speak to me. And ever since then, I've been watching what he's done. Do you know the difference between watching and observing? My pastor, Pastor Joel, gave this definition a few years ago, and I never forgot it. To observe something is to watch with the intent to copy. It consists of watching, but it's different. Let me give you an example. A family could be watching a basketball game. But then there's that one kid who, while he's watching the game with his mom and dad, he's paying close attention to Kobe or LeBron, or in my day, Michael Jordan. And then that kid, as he's watching them play, 
goes outside immediately after the game and starts mimicking what he had seen and playing basketball all night long. That's observing. The kid observed his favorite player and immediately after observing, he went outside to copy what he had seen. That's the kid that one day is most likely going to be in the NBA. The one who observed the game with the intent to copy. My brother and I used to do this for Jackie Chan movies and army movies. We would watch Jackie Chan movies and then we would fight each other all day long, acting like we were him, doing our own stunts. Or we would watch army movies and then my mom would take us to the army surplus store, buy us equipment, and then we would act like we were army men. This is what led my brother to join the army. And if my brother hadn't joined the army, I would have joined the army. I've always loved military gear. And that's what I've been doing. I've been watching Jesus with the intent to copy. I've been observing Jesus. I've watched him and I've watched him make my life different. In September of 2016, when I heard the one word from God that changed my life forever, the next day, I started observing Jesus. I started observing him to copy him. This is what I believe is the root to being a Christian, to copy Jesus, to become like him. That's why you got to get to Jesus, because you are who you hang out with. You become like those who you hang around. One of the steps that I did immediately after I got saved in 2016 was I started reading my Bible every single day. Because you can't just watch Jesus and not observe. And when you observe, you can expect. I've been asked many times, what happened to you? Like everything was working out for you. You had just gotten a couple songs on some small radio stations. And then you just vanished right before your group was about to put out its major project. Today I want to tell you what I've watched him do. But I also want to tell you what I did and how Jesus and I partnered together. I've shared my testimony twice already and the message titled Life's Been Different and also in the message titled Stop What You're Doing. But today's message is titled Watch What I'll Do. The day after I got saved, the day after God spoke to me and said stop what you're doing and watch what I'll do, I started reading my Bible every day. I went into my mother's garage because I was still living with her at the time. And I cleaned out the whole garage. I'm sure she liked that. I put a small desk in the corner of the garage and I turned it into my little man cave. But that's where I spent my time with Jesus. I read my Bible for 10 hours a day. The reason why I was able to do that for so long was because I was in music, I wasn't working a job. So when I stopped making music, I had nothing to do. I had changed my phone number. I deleted all my music. I left everything behind and started following Jesus. So during those days, I would spend hours and hours and hours in the garage just reading the Bible, praying to be freed from the addiction of lust and marijuana. It was during this time that God started changing me from the inside. So why did I spend all my time reading my Bible? Let me tell you. Galatians chapter 1 has an extraordinary verse in it. Paul the Apostle 
was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was actually a Christian killer. And his story, I'm sure you've heard it, is that he was on the road to Damascus. He was literally traveling to Damascus to go arrest and kill Christians, people that loved Jesus. And he honestly thought that he was doing God a service. And while he was on that trip, the Lord Jesus met him and spoke to him and told him what his life was going to look like. In Galatians chapter 1, he says something so powerful. He says this, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. That's the New King James Version. The NIV Version says it this way, But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb, called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me, so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was to not consult with any human being. So when people ask me, what happened to you? That's what happened to me. I knew God spoke to me. I knew that he had told me to stop what I was doing and to watch what he was going to do with my life. And that moment, I knew deep down that God had spoken to me. He had never spoken to me before. Or maybe he did, but my ears were shut off to him because of the decisions that I was making. So I did not immediately go to any of my friends, any of my family members. The only people that knew were my mom and my brother and my good friend Kenya. Those three people held me accountable. I didn't go to anybody. I deleted everything. I started taking down all my music. I changed my phone number. I unfollowed everyone on social media. And like I said, I started following Jesus. Why? Because I was on the verge of going back. If one person who didn't agree with what I was about to do came and gave their opinion about what I should have done, I would have gone back. Why? Because at the time, I wasn't mature, and I still really liked the music I was making. I loved my friends. I didn't want to leave everyone behind. But what I didn't want anymore was for my life to look the same as it did. I needed my life to become different. I saw a man inside of me that I wanted to become. T.D. Jake said this one time, and it's always stuck with me. There's a 60-year-old person inside of you. Make sure that that person is pleased with who you become. And so I started looking at the 60-year-old Merlot. And I wanted to become the man of God that I knew that I could be. My life verse is 1 Timothy 1.16. And it says, However, for this reason I obtained mercy, that in me first Christ might show all longsuffering, as a pattern to those who were going to believe on him for everlasting life. Let me break that down. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy. For this reason, God spoke to me and gave me mercy and showed grace to me and told me that he loved me, that he gave his life for me, that I was who he came to be with. 
that he died on the cross for me to forgive me of my sins. And that life that I was living previously no longer mattered because I was now in Christ and I had become a new creation. All the old things had passed away and everything from that day forward has become new. So for that reason, I obtained mercy. For what reason? For the reason that in me first, Christ might be revealed, that he might show all long suffering. Why? That he may show through my life a pattern to those who were going to believe in him for everlasting life. I believe that Jesus came to me to make my life different so that in me, so that through the example of my life, it could become a pattern for other young men and women to see how Jesus can radically transform someone's life so that they can know that their life can become different too, just like mine. And so I didn't immediately go to anybody. I didn't tell anyone what I was doing. I left everyone I knew and started following Christ. And I started serving at my church. I just started going Monday through Sunday, whatever I could do. Even when the church was closed, I would find myself going and reading my Bible in the parking lot. I had to change my patterns because the real you is what you do every day. I had to start governing my small daily decisions. I had to ask Jesus to give me new eyes, to renew my mind, to clean my heart, and ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen me in my weakness. Listen, God is committed to work on you until you're complete. And how do you become complete? Well, first, you never fully arrive. The day that you think you've got it is the day you're full of pride. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So one may ask, how do you become complete? You become complete by spending time in the word of God. And that's exactly what I had done. That's exactly what I started doing. And I started taking Operation Solid Lives seriously, the free discipleship course that you can take as well on lifespendifferent.com. This course is what radically changed my life. In September of 2016, when God spoke to me, that day I became born again and my spirit became different. But my life, my day-to-day had not yet changed. That change came through a governing of my small daily decisions from that day forward. I had to change my patterns and reprioritize my life in order to follow Jesus at the capacity I desired. And that's what Operation Solid Lives does for you. It gives you a new pattern of life. It isn't a class. It's a new lifestyle. It teaches you how to walk with God daily by the power of His Word listening to messages, limiting the distractions of the world like social media, and filling your gates, your eyes, and your ears, and your mouth with the Word of God. And it also helps you memorize Scripture. This made me complete. But let me tell you what else it did for me. And this is what I want to focus on. The Word of God, spending time with Jesus daily, becoming a Christian, 
and walking with him, changing my life to follow Jesus. I started to become like him, but something else happened to me. Or I can say it this way, something else happened in me. Jesus had made me clean. It was from the inside out that my life became different. Rest and progress starts on the inside. More than any blessing, more than the provision that he's given me since that day until today, more than anything tangible, it was the cry of my heart, the one thing I'm most thankful for. He had made me clean. Most people say, oh, let me get the outside right first. Jesus says, let me come into your heart and make the inside right, and the outside will follow as you follow me. This was a process. What I'm not saying is that you have to copy me and do exactly what I did. What I am doing is letting you into why my life's been different. So why has my life been different? I can just simplify it all the way down to these few points. I started reading my Bible every day. John chapter 1 says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And then as you jump down a couple of verses, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So when you read the Bible, you're actually spending time with Jesus. And as you spend time with Jesus, you start to become more and more like Him. Why? Because you are who you hang out with. And this was Jesus' strategy. He took average men and said, follow me. And as they followed Jesus, they started spending all of their time with him. And eventually they started to become like him. And as they became like him, people started calling them Christians or little Christs, like Christ. And that's what Jesus wants to do with you today. He wants you to spend time with him so you can become like him. So that you can become what's called a Christian. I started reading my Bible every day. I started spending time with Jesus. And as I spent time with him, my life started becoming different. And that's what I want to encourage you today. It's very simple. Come to Jesus. Hear his sayings. And do them. Let me read a beautiful song. And as I read it. I want you to pray it over your life because that's what I do when I read it. There's a couple verses from Psalm 51 that absolutely change me every time. And it's this, Psalm 51, 2. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your way and sinners shall be converted to you. That's Psalm 51, 2, 7, and then 10 through 13. But isn't that beautiful? Listen, this is a life's been different verse. I came to Jesus and he washed me thoroughly from my iniquity. He cleansed me from all of my sin. He purged me that I shall be clean. 
He washed me from the inside out, and I have become whiter than snow. He created a clean heart in me, and he renewed a steadfast spirit within me. He's kept me in his presence, and he gave me his Holy Spirit. He restored to me joy and gave me the free gift of salvation. He upholds me by his generous spirit. And because of all of those things, I teach people his ways, and I help convert sinners to him. What does it mean to be cleansed with hyssop? In the Old Testament times, before Jesus, priests used hyssop. It was a leafy-like plant that they used to sprinkle blood or water during the ceremonial cleansing. Today, we don't need a plant that's like a brush to sprinkle blood of an animal sacrifice because when we ask for forgiveness, we are made clean by the blood of Jesus. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God, Hebrews 9.14 says. When you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For it is by his grace that you are saved through faith. It's by grace alone and through faith alone. That's the gospel. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourself. Not that anything you can do. Listen, when I tell you some of those simple steps that I took, that's not what got me saved. It was me deciding in my mind to follow Jesus for the rest of my life and to believe by faith that he was God, that he died for my sins and rose again and is alive today. They got me saved. It's only by his grace that I'm saved. And it's with that grace and the power of the Holy Spirit that I was able to change these patterns that I'm telling you about today. It wasn't easy, but it's satisfying. It's not easy, but it's simple. You have to be willing to be guided and let Jesus guide you and understand that only he will guide you in truth. So let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Listen, isn't it better to accept wrong so that Jesus can make you right? Don't let yourself be cheated. Don't do this to yourself. Do you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. This isn't coming from my own thoughts. This is coming from 1 Corinthians 6, 7-11. You could read it yourself. But listen to how it ends. And such were some of you. But you were washed. But you were sanctified. But you were justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Listen, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for anyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when He freed us from the penalty of our sin. 
For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life shedding his blood. For God will count us as righteous when we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. Jesus was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God, Romans 4 says. I want to tell you today, if anything you hear, please hear this. When you come to Jesus, he will wash you completely from your sin. That's why my life's been different. Because yeah, I took a couple steps. I read my Bible every day. But it was a decision that I made in my mind. And when I made that decision, he made me completely clean. When you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Let me tell you, my power is in my purity. I've become pure. I've become new. I've become a new person. Listen, I know that I know that I know the day I met the creator of the universe face to face. I know the day I got saved and truly repented. The day I met Jesus, because my life's been different ever since. And since that day, I've been clean. I felt clean. I am clean. And like for me that day, today is your day. The day of salvation. The day you become clean. You're one decision away. Or maybe you're ready to finally make your all-in commitment. And when you do, if you indeed continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard today, the gospel of Jesus Christ of which I, Merlo, have become a servant, have dedicated my life to let others know that their life can be different. If you just come to Jesus, hear his sayings, and do them. And when you do, go into all the world and share why your life's been different. Listen, decide in your mind to follow Jesus for the rest of your life. And begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.